This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven back in the phone number. Uh, it's the Pat and Stu show. We do the show uh, right pretty around much, this time, pretty much every day, most days. You know, um, uh, well, Monday through Friday-ish, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, give or take. You know, Thursday, uh, Friday. Because we care almost that much about you. <laughs> so uh, the election is. It <laughs> <laughs> was quite a, an awkward open, wasn't it? <laughs> I, wasn't it? I thought I was pretty uh, yeah. sincere. To be, okay. to be honest, right. uh, only this audience could accept that. Yes, from, that's true. Uh, from that's their true. hosts, mm-hmm. uh, and only this audience would accept Jeffy as being on television. Wow, uh, which is not. Hello. All right. Uh, so uh, we're looking at the state of the polls. Uh, it does seem like they're tightening a little bit. It's, at least that's my belief uh, that they are tightening a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, I think we're in a dead heat. Is what we are. No, we're, not. we're in a we dead are. heat. With, except for the fact that you know Trump. What? So, so I was going to bring up the polls, and you were saying Trump. Yeah, but Trump. What so. I'm saying though is that there could be a, a lead that's significant for the Democrat in this race. No, nah, Trump. But Trump. No, Trump or Trump. Yes, Trump. Yes, Trump. Trump. Got it. All right. So uh, the polls are tightening uh, at the moment. Um, and so, anyway, I guess uh, we should probably go over some of this because I think okay. there's not enough evidence to, to, to say that for sure at this point. It's not really showing up in the state polls, but national mm. polls seem to be showing it a little bit. Um, okay. and, and I think that that's important. Um, here's so you're saying Trump's up by 30 now? I'm not. You're not? I'm not saying that, no. Why, uh, why aren't you saying that? Because it's not true. Well, no, Trump. It does seem like people want us to say things that aren't true. <laughs> Like, you know, why why don't you just support the guy that you think is terrible? Why not say he's winning when he's losing? Those are good options, and, and they're why on the table. Why not say you're going to vote for him even though you're not? I know. I don't know. I, I'm fascinated by, uh, and Jeffy, I'm sure you've seen this as well, as uh, you will, uh, you'll dive into the social media a little bit more than, uh, than Pat will. Uh, but I'm, I'm fascinated by the almost equal split of people who say we're only opposing Trump for the money. And what pe- money? Uh, right. The money. Exactly. What the hell money are we getting from that? And people who say, because we're not supporting Trump, our careers are over and the business is going to dissolve. 
So we're doing it for the money, and our business is going to dissolve for doing it. Wow. Which seems to be almost like you're throwing everything against the wall and seeing what sticks, um, just like you're doing with the crappy candidate you're supporting. Why did you say you're going to vote for Hillary? We didn't. We We never did. We never did. No, we we did say the exact opposite of that, however. (laughs) Uh, Um, Yes, we did many, many times. mm -hmm. And what I find interesting, too, as well about the, the, the... dueling attacks. You're doing it for the money, and you're going to be destroyed because of it. Think about what what's happening there. You're going to be destroyed because of it. Wouldn't you want us to, to say what we believe, even if it's going to destroy us? Like, isn't that a, a complete compliment? And would mm. you want us to reverse that? Would you want us to say, you know what, this is going to destroy our business, so we got to, we, we, I support Donald Trump. You'd want that out of a show? What kind, why would you listen to a show that you think, even suspect, would do something like that? Uh, without even evidence. Even if you thought, you know what, I, th- I feel like this mm-hmm. guy doesn't really believe this, but he's saying it to protect himself. Why would you ever turn that show on? Right? The other side of it being, you're doing it for the money. You mean the thing that your candidate had admitted doing throughout his entire career? <laughs> been happy about doing? Happy, he's manipulating the system for money? Now, I'm not doing that. In fact, if anything, it's obviously, as, you, as the other half of the audience is pointing out, it's probably dangerous to do. Rep- uh, sup- uh, opposing a Republican presidential candidate on talk radio is not the path to financial freedom. That's not, that's not the way you get there. Typically. Uh, But if you think that's what we're doing, then you're just accusing us of doing what your own candidate has supported his entire life. Yeah. Doing what he does, manipulating the system, saying what he has to do for his own personal benefit. And why? Because he's a businessman. And everybody everybody throws out, well, he's a businessman. He's not a politician. Well, we're not politicians. We're businessmen. So if we did that, you'd respect that? I mean, come on. I, I guess so. I guess the Trump supporters would be fine with it. Yeah, uh, we are going to say everything we don't believe because we want to do well in business. We're going to lie to you every day. Yeah. And uh, that's what he said he's done. That's not us accusing him of it. It's that's madness. What he's admitted to. Yeah. So it's such a bizarre. I mean, it is uh, very Trump esque in that it's a flailing string of attacks. Many times they uh, contradict each other, and none of them make any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. It's right in the pocket of the candidate. But here's a, a convention uh, a bounce uh, chart update that we've been talking about this for about the past month or so. And I'd like to keep it updated until we go off of the side of it. Let me explain to you how to read it if you never looked at this thing before, because it is a little confusing. Uh, the purple line is sort of a historic average of what typically happens around conventions. 538 put this together before the 2012 election. What it shows is you see the purple line goes down towards Romney, who was uh, the first convention at the time. Obviously, Trump was first this time. Um, it goes down about a four-point swing towards the first candidate um, mm-hmm. from the pre-convention state of the race. So if uh, the Democrat was leading by four, you'd expect after the Republican convention, it would be about even, a four-point bounce. Okay? Mm-hmm. This effect, as you can see on the chart, is very short-lived by that purple line. The second convention kicks in and eliminates the first convention bounce completely within a few days. And again, this does this is uh, it, regardless of which convention is first. First, it's it's just first and second. It doesn't mean Republican Democrat. Uh, right. It, the, the last two obviously have been Republican first, then Democrat convention. That's not uh, fair. Um, no, and I think it's because it's whoever. I don't know this for a fact. I actually huh. don't remember the reason, but I, I think it's just because whoever's in power, like the incumbent power uh, party, gets to go second. I think that's this. Really. 
Is that right? I think I think so. It seems to be the way it always happens. It's like a home field advantage. Kind of is. Right? It is. And I guess you know, there's plenty of advantages uh, by being yeah. an incumbent. Now, if you see, the purple line kind of bounces back. So you get a, typically about a 1.5 uh, point bounce mm-hmm. to the side of the second party convention. But most importantly, all effects from the convention are eliminated in about a month. Now, this doesn't mean this happens at every single election. It's just a good guide of what to expect. It's a good comparison to see how these current candidates are doing. Um, uh, as we go forward. Um, so what we did here is we overlaid the Trump versus Clinton real clear politics averages um, over the old chart. They are the red X's and lines. Now, what the Trump-Clinton relationship shows is that the original is a pretty good chart. It kind of nailed this uh, in large part, especially the, the timing of it. Um, it predicted the bounces fairly well. We see that the Trump bounce was just a hair larger than you'd expect historically. So the Trump got a little bit more out of the convention maybe than you'd expect historically, but it went away right on schedule. The Clinton bounce, however, was about two, maybe a little bit over two points larger than would normally be expected. But something like this, that's pretty significant. Hmm. Now, it could be because their convention was really well received, or it could be because Trump's reaction to it, which was the Khan family thing, uh, criticizing a Gold Star family, made it worse. It could have been that as well. Um, But if you see the bounce, it seems to be degrading at about the same rate. If you look kind of at the trend line here, um, uh, typically you've got like this sort of, you know, you've got that sort of line Mm -hmm. about that pace. And you kind of look, it it matches up pretty well to the way it's degrading here. It's moving back uh, towards, uh, you know, the the, the, what you'd expect, towards even. Um, So the bottom line, as you look at this, the race was about Clinton plus three before the convention started. It's roughly settling now, it looks like, at about Clinton plus five. Um, you know, there are a million external things that could happen, as we've talked about every day, that could affect the election. There's still three debates that Trump could dominate in and bring it back. There's plenty of time for Trump to turn this around. And I do expect Trump to make at least one, if not two, real runs at winning this thing before it's over. There's still over 70 days left before this election. But a lot of people panicked um, dramatically when uh, Clinton's uh, uh, convention was over because the bump looked so huge. But if you look at it in relation to what should be expected, it is a little bit bigger than normal, but it's, it's, it is sort of handling itself the same way as it has previous years. Um, just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, like losing by five is, and losing by three are the same. So it doesn't matter if you're losing, you're losing. But uh, it does seem to be kind of playing out a little bit uh, to the idea of where it should be historically. So if you're a Trump fan and you're looking for Trump to win or you just don't want Clinton to win, there's some encouraging news there, I think, which is he's still in striking distance. It doesn't look like right now it's going to escalate to a 12, 14 point sort of loss where for a few days there it looked like it might. I mean, it was going pretty poorly. He had some polls that showed him down in double digits. Those polls have largely gone away nationally. We're now seeing a lot of five-point uh, margins. There is the one L.A. Times poll we talked about yesterday that has Trump up, but everyone else is showing Clinton up between three and seven or eight points. And that is seemingly where this race is settling right now. Lots of time to go. Uh, three debates, other external things that we don't know about, including Russian emails perhaps, maybe more investigations of Clinton. Of course, the same stuff could happen to Trump as well. I mean, I don't think we can look past that. But the state of the race right now is Clinton with a lead, but it's not an insurmountable lead. Remember, Romney in the final national polls was pretty darn close. I mean, he was within a point or two. 
um, of, of winning, and he wound up losing by, I think, four or five. Um, but the, his, his state polling was considerably worse. And for Trump right now, that is consistent. His state polling is worse than his national polling, which, of course, you know, there is no such thing as a national election. Donald Trump is in 50 state elections plus Washington, D.C. to get electoral votes. He's not in a national election. Um, they just all happen on the same day. If you think of it that way, it's really 51 individual elections um, where, you know, it's split, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, you could lose by one point in every state and you're going to have zero electoral votes. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. it doesn't right. really matter. But the state polling is much more important. And as we get closer to that, it becomes more predictive. Um, you know, right now you're kind of getting trend lines, I think, from the national polls. But we, we haven't looked that much deeper into that. We won't know um, because the states, each poll in each state is expensive and they tend to uh, not be repeated nearly as often unless it's a state like Ohio or something. But again, Pat, I did this t- uh, today, uh, and we've done, we've done this before, with the close states, how to figure out who's going to win. Um, some of the states have shifted around. It's tightened a little bit, as I mentioned. There are currently 1,011 ways for Hillary Clinton to win. 1,011. Three, One, three t- ways okay. to tie. So mm-hmm. tie is almost never, you know, never going to happen. So that, there's 1,011 ways to, for Hillary to win. To win. There's three, three potential paths whereby they, they could tie. Yep. And then there's, and there's 10 what? ways to win. Trump has 10 ways to win. Oh, wow. So 1,000 to 10. So it's getting closer. You mean closer. like, I mean, like 10,000 ways for him? 10. He's closing the gap, 10 though. 10 ways. 10,000 uh, ways. No 1,000, just 10 ways. 10, 10 ways. He now, that is up. That's better yes. than last time. Was, so he only had two. That's right. Time. He's closing the gap. <laughs> He's closing the gap big time. But listen to this. Like, let's just go through this. Why? What happened that changed? Because he had two, right? Yeah, and now two. it's 10. Um, what happened? Uh, a couple of the states have... Uh, have you know, got a little bit tighter. A couple, couple favorable polls for Trump. Wow. Again, like, you know, we're talking favorability. And when we talk about favorability here, we're saying before the Democrats had a 93% chance to win, now they have an 88% chance to win. Um, so it shifts so you're around a little bit. So there's, there's, there's a chance. still a chance. But well, do this with me here, okay? okay. Here's, these are the 10 closest states in the polling right now, okay? Uh, 10 closest. Now, there, let's, first of all, let's give automatically all the polls where Trump is currently favored, we're going to give those to Trump. Okay, we're going to give those mm-hmm. states. So that's uh, Georgia, which is a 62% chance for Trump to win. Um, Arizona, a 68% chance to win. Hmm. Um, uh, North Carolina, a 64% chance to win. We give that to, uh, to um, uh, Trump. Hmm. Um, South Carolina, again, South Carolina is one of the closest states in this election right now, the top 10. We, but still a 76% chance for Trump to win, so we give that to him. Uh, Montana. Is one of the closest, 10 closest states in the election right now. That's not a good thing. You want the battlegrounds mm-hmm. to be on the Democrat states and not the Republican states. But again, we'll mm-hmm. give it to Trump, um, and that's an 82% chance uh, for, uh, for him to win. Now, uh, let's, let's continue here. Mm-hmm. Let's give some states that aren't Trump-favored now. Let's give Iowa to Trump. There's a 58% chance Clinton wins this, but we'll give it to Trump anyway. Okay, We've done that. Now... Um, Ohio. Okay. Ohio is obviously a swing state. Isn't that where there's four dead? There are four dead in Ohio and a 78% chance that Clinton wins Ohio currently. However, we're going to say Trump wins. We're going to say Trump wins it anyway. Okay. Okay. 
So oh, done that. we're going to, I mean, this is obviously one of the paths to victory for, right. for Donald. Okay, now, so who else are we going to give him? Now, Nevada is yeah. a state that... Nevada, uh, he's not going to win. He's not going to win. He's closer than others because he's a casino guy, or we don't so. know I, what the deal is there. Well, but, I would say the two weird states right now are Nevada and mm-hmm. Iowa, where he's closer than I would say the rest of the mm-hmm. polling indicates he should be. Mm-hmm. However, he's close there. There's a 73% chance Democrats win, but we give it to him anyway. All right. <laughs> now, okay, okay, now we've given him... Eight of the ten closest states so far. Florida. Now, Florida, ultimate swing state. His polling's been pretty decent there. He's got a, a still, Democrats have a 74% chance of winning Florida. But again, 74%. we're ignoring that. And we're giving we're it, give it to Donald, to Donald Trump. Trump. Yay! Now, what does this mean? Even with all of those wins, it means Trump it's still, Mr. President. No, it does not. He still has not won. Mrs. If we President. give him... Nine of nine swing states. Nine of nine, he, he sweeps still loses. Them. He still has to win Pennsylvania to win. Okay. Now, Pennsylvania, there is a 91% chance a Democrat will win that. I think Clinton will win it. But if we give it to uh, Trump, he wins the election. If we give it to Clinton, Clinton wins the election. Again, Clinton only has to hold a state that has not gone to Republicans since, I think, 1988. And also is a state that is overwhelmingly... Did W um, never win Pennsylvania? No, he never won Pennsylvania. Wow. And, and neither did Romney and neither did McCain, to my recollection. Wow. Um, in fact, you're going back before, before that. I mean, even you go back to, obviously, Dole didn't win it. And neither did HW in 92, I believe. I believe so it was you're 88. you're Reagan was the last time. I, I no. thought it was 88 no, no, with, with H.W. George w. I, it could have H- been 92 H- with H.W. H- I don't okay. remember exactly. But it's been a freaking long time. Oh, golly. Um, so Pennsylvania, it, while we call it a swing state, oh. is a Democratic-leaning purple state. It, it, it's possible in a wave election for a Republican to snag that state. But, right, you know, I mean, that, that's what you need. And this is why I keep saying I've been saying it for a long time. Donald Trump should build a wall around Pennsylvania and not let himself out of it. Mm-hmm. He should bo- he should wall himself into the state and not leave it until the end of, until November 8th. That might piss off the 8 or 10 million people who live there. Well, I haven't thought the policy out, yeah. but neither has he. Yeah. So that's another uh, <laughs> but it's true. I mean, like I just be there, campaign there, somehow pull off Pennsylvania. He needs it. Then you got a chance. He really Outside needs of it. that, I mean, what do you do? Cuz if you give that to um uh I can't I can't make him win this election through swing states. You're going into states that aren't swing states to try to win it. Um, like, for example, you're pulling off New Mexico. You're pulling off Minnesota. You're pulling off Connecticut or Michigan. Oh, He's not going to no win way. any of those states. No, there's no way. Um, you're not winning Connecticut. No. It's not happening. No. Um, so I, his road while not impossible, is actually worse on the state ballots than it is on the national. And the national, his deficit is bigger than Romney lost already. And his state plan, his state picture is actually worse than his national picture. So is it possible? It's possible. I think he needs a large external event. Or, you know, like, for example, remember in 2012, Romney-Obama, first debate, Romney destroys him. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the best debates I've ever watched. It was awesome, yeah. And I was not a huge Romney that was the, fan. That was the feel-good event of the of century. That whole... We were all over Glenn's, remember? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Uh, and, we had a good time. Oh, man, that was so fun. Because we were all so nervous. And then Romney just hit it out of the park. Destroyed him. Destroyed him. him. And then completely changed his tactic on the next two. Yep. And lost the and thing. And lost the thing. But if let's just say Trump mm. was able to do that to Clinton. Painful. 
Now, we watched him in the in the Republican debates, which he did not I, He do. might beat her if he could do he that. He might beat her. He really might. However, he also was not... He never gave a dominating performance in any of those debates. Oh, I don't think so. Um, in fact, I, I, I mean, his I thought... supporters did. They loved every yes, movie made, did. every sentence he uttered. Right, but remember, we're talking about 9% of sentence. the voting pub, pub, populace that actually vo- was a supporter of Trump that's, in the primary. Yeah, so we're not... T- right. you know, It was a, it's a, a minority of a small minority of a minority. Um, so... Yes, his strong fans believed he won every debate and he won every drudge poll, mm-hmm. but uh, that's not you know necessarily material. And you know he was not his wins were you know a couple of insults here or there. But per, let's just say he insults Clinton and she gets rattled. I mean it's not impossible. Clinton sucks, mm-hmm. so maybe she gets rattled and he's able to do that to her in three straight debates, for example. Then you might have something here. Then you turn around to five point. Uh, but I don't think one. I don't even think the Romney level debate performance could do you'd have to actually do that multiple times i think uh, to turn yeah. this around well, yeah. or you know an email that says that hillary clinton is going to turn over the presidency to vladimir putin uh, in the middle of uh you know as soon as she get under you know there, there's there's I some don't anticipate that, that but no, you I never know seems like it's more likely know. on the republican side this yeah. year but uh you know it's something completely uh, unforeseen you find that she's been stealing money from children's charities and pocketing it and buying uh you know jewelry you know I, and mm-hmm. there's evidence of it she, you see video of it she actually goes into the vault of the clinton foundation lines her pockets on video then goes to the jewelry store perhaps something like that maybe um, obviously a terrorist attack god forbid or a huge economic collapse god forbid something like that could also make it happen um mm-hmm. but uh, you need an external event at this point. I mean, you he's do. definitely losing this race right now, but that could change. And the thing is, you could prepare for an external event huh? by calling our friends at My Patriots Supply. A terrorist attack? What if there was a attack. terrorist attack? Yeah. You want to be prepared. You'd want to be prepared. Right. You want to build up your emergency food supply. And they make it really easy and really affordable for you. Yeah, $99 for four weeks of delicious food. The mm. food is not, you're not going to have to replace it every year. You're going to do this one time and likely never have to do it again mostly because the whole world will probably explode in like 23 years the maximum so um you know you got uh, 25 years of food uh, it's going to last for 25 years and that, that means you never have to think about it yeah. that's what i like i like taking things that might worry me or concern me mm-hmm. off my plate and mm-hmm. that is exactly what my patriot supply does and the old saying is well if you're hungry enough you'll eat anything and and while yes that's probably true if this is extended you know, if, if whatever event happens in your life is extended for a while, you don't want to have to eat your beans and your barley, grind it up, and then I don't even know what you do with the stinking beans. I honestly don't. I, you soak them in water and make them mushy and then put them in your mouth, I guess. I, I don't know. But this stuff is fettuccine Alfredo. It's emergency pizza. It's delicious Where, food. Where's our emergency pizza? I know. Jeffy, I know. Did, you, did we get a shipment of emergency pizza that I you haven't seen ate? it yet? Haven't seen it. So... Sorry, what? Check on that for <laughs> Anyway, preparewiththeblaze.com is where you go to stock up. Do it today. Yeah, do, do it, it. now while Get you're it thinking with. about it. So we stop bothering you Preparewiththeblaze.com or 888-411-5290. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.
727 back in the continuing drama of Ryan Lochte. Lion Ryan, as they're calling him. I mean, okay, we kind of, we've gone back and forth on this thing. We started with, oh my gosh, they were robbed, and that, there was a little bit of suspicion at the very beginning even. And then, you know, okay, they lied, and we were, we were irritated with them and, and disgusted with them, and, and you should be. But then the facts, more and more of the facts come out. And it turns out that this guy maybe caused $10 worth of damage at the, at the gas station <laughs> yeah. and was extorted for $400 from the security guard. Right. I so mean, he, he, you could almost make a case that he was, in fact, robbed. Right. Yeah. I yes. mean, he. I, and look, yes. he obviously. You know, first of all, he did something wrong by vandalizing anyway. Yes. Second of all, he did something wrong by lying or, <laughs> or as he said, over exaggerating the story. Right. Um, however, uh, by the I, way, the word "over" right, is not, not needed. Although when you you're could, saying exaggerate, because I heard, because I, I, I thought the same thing, and then I thought, well, I guess you could uh, slightly exaggerate something. Right. There are degrees sure. of exaggerating. Mm-hmm. So over he's he exaggerated it more than he wanted to is essentially <laughs> what he's saying there. He did want to exaggerate, however. Um, and, you know, look, I, I just think I'm not saying he didn't do anything wrong here. No, uh, but we're, what I'm we're not. Saying, we're not trying to excuse it. We're just saying maybe the punishment doesn't fit the crime. And, it, and it's not proportional here. And, and and when you say punishment, well, I mean, yeah, he had to pay four hundred dollars, which I think I'm actually fine with a four hundred dollar penalty for that. Whatever. Um, even though it was more than probably more than the damage he caused, you know, maybe he would get a fine. In theory, if he were to get arrested, a four hundred dollar fine is probably around where he should get. However, he now get. However, he has now, lost every sponsor. He's lost yeah. all of his sponsors, and and I think that is absurd. First is. of all, you know, these companies stick through domestic abuse they stick through yeah. uh, cheating scandals they stick i mean you know did tom brady lose any sca- i mean the guy is going to be suspended for four games for inflating footballs and whether you believe it or not i mean that happened it actually happened as part not as a side th- a side thing he also mm-hmm. by the way uh, w- left his wife while while she was pregnant right i mean i'm, I'm remembering these stories off the top of my head but it, he, she and then went to a supermodel and i don't think he lost any sponsors for that um, you know, <laughs> they overlook crap all the time. And here's a theory. Uh, let me throw this theory out at you. Was he married when he met Giselle? Yeah, he was married to somebody I else. I didn't remember that. And, and I think he was married and she was pregnant when he started hooking up with Giselle. Wow. <laughs> Again, uh, or oh, they I mean, just had a baby. You want to look this one up, Jeffy? I will, but I mean, either but way. Let me lay this theory on, on here for you. You are Speedo, okay? Mm-hmm. You sponsor athletes through... First of all... You're a disgusting product. Your, your product is okay. gross. Okay. Thing one, you're a stupid product that shouldn't exist. Okay, but you right. sponsor swimmers, right? Yes. Um, and you sponsor them, and um, approximately three years and nine months uh, out of your four-year sponsorship of an Olympic athlete, eh, what do you get out of it? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Phelps. Mm-hmm. But for a secondary guy like Lochte, you're getting almost nothing out of it. All of your value comes during the Olympics. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, you've got this guy signed after his last Olympics for right. who knows how long and almost all almost assuredly going to be losing money at this point. You're almost assured to be losing money after the Olympics. So why not use this excuse to dump him when he's done all of the value uh, that he could do for yeah. your company. He's already accomplished everything that you, he could do. He, he won his medals. He went. You got all of the build of the Olympics. You got the Olympics. 
You got a few days after his events were over. Then you drop him and you end your contract with him so you no longer have to pay him anymore. And, uh, you know, you get to say, well, we're just being above this. We didn't like the way he handled it. It's really a way to get out of your stupid contract that no longer has any value for you. Not to mention, you get a burst of uh, publicity uh, from people talking about it like we are today. Um, I mean, does Ralph Lauren really... Want Ryan Lochte? No, but Speedo probably does, though. I mean, I mean, maybe Speedo does. does. Speedo, he's so, got, Ryan's got what? Gold medal? I mean, he's me, got twelve yeah. medals, right? Maybe yeah, Speedo because only because uh, you, they're selling a lot of swimsuits to correct people in the swimming circuits, right. like high and school the, the, swimmers, right? Right. So maybe Speedo is as an exception there. But R- Ralph Lauren yeah, no. gets nothing out of Ryan Lochte the day after the Olympics ends. He was getting a it's million over. bucks from Ralph Lauren. A million bucks, but that million bucks is a million bucks really? for not a, for nothing. After this. Wow, I mean that's a good contract with Ralph. Lauren. You aren't lying. Plus, you know, I was reading today too that you know uh, we were you know Jeez. we jumped again to you know we went back and forth questioning, and then you know we the whole Ryan Lodke whatever uh, thing where you know he, he was lying. But as you get deeper into the story. You know, like the where he talked about the police with the badges. Well, the security guards were actually police mm-hmm. officers off duty, working as private security as a detail. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't. Some of it is exaggerated mm-hmm. from the story. Some of it's yeah, true. Uh, I mean, some, I mean, he the, a gun was pulled on him. A right. gun was put in, in his face. Uh, they they were, were, and we don't know. That. I mean, there's conflicting accounts even to that. The right. other swimmer who was there. Well, there's video of it. You see the guy putting pointing uh, the, and there's more in video the window that has not been released okay. that Brazil won't release. That's interesting because the other swimmer said that didn't happen. Uh, they wh- did. What's a, give me in the other swimmer's name? Not, uh, Vegan or no. uh, no, uh, 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 I can't remember. The right other now. guy wrote that there was damage done. Gunner Benz. Benz. Yes. Yeah. And Benz said there was. Now he may have been pressured into that in you know Brazil, standing yeah. at the police station, being like, "I'm just going to write whatever the hell they want for me to get out of here." I don't know. Um, but he said that there was damage and, and that they just saw a gun in someone's belt. They didn't actually get pulled on him. Regardless, something mm-hmm. happened here. I think both sides are shady. You know, someone, I think it was Hot Air, there was an mm-hmm. article saying um, it seems like maybe the real police were the one fabric, over-exaggerating the story most. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't really care. I find it interesting, though, A, the motivations of these um, uh, sponsors, which I think might just be Too self-interest. Bad. Yeah, um, it, it, being, it always like, is. I, 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 it always is. Can we get over it a little bit? I mean, we no, we, we can't. We, yeah, this is getting can. worse and worse and worse. That's unbelievable. I mean, if you spit on the sidewalk, you're going to lose your sponsors. It now. Sure is. Uh, mattress and, firm Airweave gone. They were the last one remaining, and, and they dumped him yesterday. Uh, Speedo dumped him. I think they were the first. Ralph Lauren dumped him. There was another major one um, here, and I, it, I, I, I don't see it right here. But the all. Of his major sponsors are now gone. This guy has lost millions of dollars over this stupid night out. And, you know, kids, let this be a lesson to you. Parents, uh, share this story with him because, I mean, this is this is a cautionary tale, right? Use Ryan Lochte for good. Uh, you, can, you can show kids how their actions have massive consequences. And if he just would have, you know, let's say they, they go out drinking for a while, they go home at 3 in the morning, you avoid all of this. None of it happens. He doesn't lose a single dime. He doesn't lose his girlfriend or whatever else is happening to him in his life. I mean, if you just have a little bit of restraint, an emoticon, 
as Megan McCain might say, an emoticon <laughs> of restraint. Uh, you, you skate through this, and you're still a multimillionaire. Uh, Jeff, do you want to talk about restraint a little bit? Because you are the guy, I think. when I think of restraint, I think of Jeff Fisher. Well, I, Stu. I, I honestly do have this up. Because, I mean, you had a son who, who was a professional athlete, okay? And I, I, I've had this conversation with people many times, in that if you are a professional athlete, and you have something which is the same thing that's happening with these am- amateur athletes right. uh, in the Olympics. You have a very small window of high pay opportunity. And then you have zilch. Right. 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 At least in comparison. I mean, can right, you go and course. teach tw- swimming for the rest of your life? Sure, you can. But I mean, like, it, you have a normal job. You're back to the level of the Jeffies of the world. Right. Ooh, so, maybe not that low. Not that low. <laughs> Thank uh, you. But the point is, though, it, can it be. Um, asked of a professional athlete to say, you know what, you got 10 years, okay, you got your 20s where you're going to be able to make all this money, and then you got nothing for the rest of your life, perhaps. Can you just not go out and get plastered in public every weekend? Correct. Maybe the way you party is you invite your very close friends to your home Mm -hmm. in a controlled environment where everything's filmed, and you... Make sure you restrain yourself. And yes, you're losing something. You're losing those party years. Yeah. You got to live maybe a little bit closer to the Pat Gray lifestyle than you want to. <laughs> but maybe that's worth it when you only have the- six or seven years to earn the vast majority of your life's salary. And I think overall, the, the ones who we'll call uh, the smart ones uh, kind of do that. I think you're uh, right. The smart ones, mm-hmm. you know, the, the bigger percentage of them do. Yeah, I mean, you work hard and you see the picture of, okay, well, I'm going to continue to work hard, but this circle is going to, we're going to stay here. Yeah, it just doesn't pay. It doesn't it pay. It does pay. not pay to do this. It, does it not just pay. doesn't. And Ryan and Lochte should know better. At he 32 ab- years at 32 years old. 32. He absolutely he should, know better. should know better. I mean, can't you just? I mean, you, you let <sighs> it's, it's not that hard. Also, no better. Let alone not that hard. Let alone. Okay, so he goes. He's in Brazil. He's done with his swimming. They go out and they're going to have a good time. Fine, whatever. I use the Ryan Lochte line. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, not being uh, a smart guy to just. Tell a little bit of the truth. Yeah. Say what happened mm-hmm. and move on. I mean, yeah, just I man up. Like, if you, if you, you might not have even had to have admitted to anything. Right. right. Had I'm, you not told the story to somebody, you may not have had to go through any of it. Yeah, and is, is the, parent, the parents were the... the I think yeah, the so mom was the there. one that said it first. Because that's what I heard. But, I mean, yeah. if he comes out and says, look, uh, you know, here's the I state. Out I went all out, I got, I got hammered. Uh, we stopped at a gas station. We were being idiots. I did some very minor damage to this gas station. The guy came to me and he said, "Look, you got to pay for this." I gave him fifty bucks. Uh, he said, "I want more." I gave him four hundred bucks. He let us go. It was really my fault, uh, and I should know better. But I was really excited. About I don't the think he loses his sponsors. No I don't think he loses his sponsors, and I think everyone's like, "Oh, jeez, mm-hmm. what a moron!" And that's yeah. it. And the day's over. Right. Instead, now you've lost four sponsors. Uh, you've got mm-hmm. to go on TV multiple times in an idiotic way to try to yeah. make excuses for your actions. Yeah. It's just like just I mean that. A lot of times I think people think that they can't admit the truth when they go down these roads, and, and, and you can. Most people, almost everything will be, can be forgiven. We talk about this mm-hmm. all the time. Think about the scandals of our arch enemies. You know, give me, give me one. Uh, Ed Schultz, okay? Mm-hmm. Ed Schultz was someone that we can't stand. He's <laughs> terrible. The man has dramatically 
and embarrassingly failed 50 times since we've been aware of him. In public, flat on his face, deep, utter failure. When one of them happens, what is our reaction? As the people who can't stand the most, eh, maybe a day of us gloating about it and then it's over. Maybe not even a full day. Yeah, maybe not even. He's certainly not a full show. But, like, well, that next day we might gloat about it and laugh about it. And maybe he's a joke a couple times in the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. Does it affect him at all? No. No. He just goes along with his life, and he goes back to fishing or whatever the hell he does every day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of times, especially with social media, people build these things up. If, like, everyone's looking at me, everyone's judging me. Most people just move on with their lives and, yes. and get on with it. They don't. I mean, mm-hmm. and even if they do mock you for a day or two, so what? Just move on with your life. Who cares? Right. Yeah. I, people get so locked into these things about how everyone's looking at them and judging them, and most people just want to live their lives. And and even if they do take joy in your failure, it's gone really quick. They've got other things going on. Yeah. Let's move on with your life. I had forgotten that uh, Brady was married to Bridget Moynihan. As we get back oh, to that's the top right. Right Oh, yeah. Here. So what was it again? It was, so, she was married to Moynihan. She was, he was married, married to, to Bridget. She found out she was pregnant after he left. So he left, and then he left, she she's found pregnant, out. Okay. and he's, so. you know, and, uh, tough. <laughs> and then, but they were out. married, right? Yeah. They were married. Yeah. More Pat and Sue coming up in a second. And plus, Bridget is a little... It's hard to... I mean, look... PPP poll, uh, which uh, shows Evan McMullen at 9%. is his first poll where he's really showing up as he's just launched his campaign, obviously. And it's a, it's doing 9% in pretty, Utah? That's pretty good for that's a week. really good. It's amazing. For a guy nobody knows. Nobody knows, right? nobody knows who he is. I mean, he hasn't served in office. Before he launched this, he had 150 wow. Twitter followers. Before yeah. he launched his campaign, he's uh-huh. like getting 9% in a state. Jeez. We should have just run. We should have just gone for Pat and Stu, right? You know, just run, just see what happens, right? Um, but uh, so they they ask a question: Do you have a favorable or unfavorable opinion of um, Evan McMullen? Um, and it's seventeen percent favorable, ten percent uh, unfavorable. So again, seventy three percent. No one knows who he is yet. He's already got nine percent on the ballot. That's pretty freaking good. It's really good. Um, but beyond that, uh, they ask: Do you have a favorable or unfavorable uh, opinion of Evan McMullen? First, the next question is: Do you have a favorable or unfavorable opinion of sausage McMuffins? Uh, and that's a real like PPP is this weird conglomeration of pollster and wise ass. I don't know what they're mm-hmm. doing, but they like all day they're just like wise asses on the internet, and then act- actually ask these polls in scientific polls. It's not like they're just like doing it online. Thirty-three uh, percent of Utah uh, Utahns, right, mm-hmm. um, say that uh, sausage McMuffins favorable opinion. Twenty-five uh, percent unfavorable, and forty-three percent not sure. First, I mean, how do you? How are you not sure? How, you don't know what a sausage McMuffin is. <laughs> it's a, what, what's going on, Utah? Uh, you don't know what a freaking sausage <laughs> McMuffin is. You're not sure what how you feel about it, and then only an eight-point margin of favorable over unfavorable for sausage McMuffins. 
Crazy. I mean, I, crazy. I don't understand it, Pat. What's going on there? What's know. going on with that state? I don't know. I'm glad I left, though, because okay. that just doesn't make <laughs> it sense. It doesn't make sense. Uh, referring to someone by the wrong gender pronoun, how hurtful is that? Oh, my gosh. When people call me he or him, I weep. I break down and I weep openly. I do, because I don't identify like that. You do not. I do not. And uh, I don't identify as any specific gender. I'm gender non-specific. Are you gender fluid? I am definitely fluid, uh, but I never land on any one thing. You know what I mean? So, like, are, would you say at some some <laughs> days you're seventy three percent female and twenty seven percent male? I don't. I don't deal in percentages, Stu. I don't. Uh, I don't roll like that at all. Um, I just am what I am. Which is what? Gender non specific. But that's not. Fluid, that, you're just telling me what you're not. You're right. not specifically a gender, but what are you? I am omnigender. Uh, omni- what omnigender. is that? All genders? All gender. I'm everything. Now, does omnigender, and, yet, and this and is a serious nothing. question, does omnigender include omnigender? Because omnigender is saying all genders, but is omnigender mm-hmm. a gender, therefore including itself? No. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I thought that was a deep question. You really did the answer right away. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so anyway, um, using the wrong gender pronoun is a violation of federal anti-discrimination law, according to uh, West Virginia West Virginia University's Title IX office. Uh, Title IX was signed by Richard Nixon in 1972. It was one of the worst pieces of things ever signed by any American ever. It's uh, and it's, it's been blown up to something even worse. And it's blown into this gender thing now that is is infringing on people's bathroom rights and locker room activities, and it's become this weird monster of uh, inclusion and diversity and uh, gender fluidity. Uh, so. Now, Title IX is used to coerce individuals into affirming transgender persons' self-defined gender identity. Uh, although Title IX only prohibits discrimination on the basis of sex, some have left, some on the left have argued that the term sex should be understood to include gender identity and gender expression. Uh, now, WVU's Title IX office informs students that federal law is interpreted by them Guarantee students the right to be called by the name and pronouns consistent with your gender identity. School offers a handy guide on proper pronoun usage that explains how to swap out pronouns such as he, him, and his for gender-neutral pronouns like the, ver, and viz. V, ver, viz? V, ver, viz. V, ver, viz. So which one are you? Are you a V, ver, or a viz? I told you already. I don't identify with any of those things. You know, not even V, ver, viz? No. no. no I Jeffy, are not. you V, ver, viz? I, you Jeffy? know what happens to me a lot of times is misgendering. Really? Misgendering. What, is that, what does yeah, that mean? Mis- misgendering. Many people never get challenged on their gender identity. And... Uh, <laughs> So I get misgendered a lot. Oh, gosh. So what does that do to you? think you're a girl and you're a boy <laughs> or something like that? What does that do to you, uh, Jeffy? Tears. Yeah. Tears. I, yeah. I can barely. I can Pain. barely. Pain. So what does deep. misgendering mean? If you're, if you're a victim of it, you surely know the definition of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Pete, I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to explain it. It's too well, painful. Why were you speaking? Am I right? <laughs> 
<laughs> so, because as an omnigenic person, you. I <laughs> understand what he's going through right now. <laughs> you do? <laughs> All right, more patents to come up in a second. So it's franchises uh, that everyone loves uh, here in America are the Philadelphia Eagles and the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone knows the Toronto, first of all, America's team. Uh, and then the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, clearly uh, also America's team. Um, I, as you may know, I'm an Eagles fan, and they're trying to put together a, um, an mm. Eagles documentary. Um, and it, the title, I think, rings uh, true to me, um, even as a resident of this particular area. Uh, Dallas sucks. <laughs> sounds like a lot of jealousy to me. We'll tell you That's how you it, can help us like. make yeah, a definitive documentary about Philly sports fans. But first, watch what we have so far. Okay. Yeah. So let me tell you something about <laughs> Eagles fans. Yeah, we threw snowballs at Santa. It was a skinny Santa Claus. Yeah, we may or may not cheer when a guy gets hurt. To me, that was the proper response. He, he asked for it. He was a Cowboys receiver. And we'll boo <laughs> our own players, too. Oh, not the air guitar, Dottie. Boo! Our Philly attitude may get us in trouble sometimes, but you know what? We're authentic. We got a saying here that sums it all up perfectly. Two simple words. Dallas sucks. (laughs) (laughs) This is a film for fans by fans. A completely biased documentary about the Eagles-Cowboys rivalry. Straight from the people of Philadelphia. I mean, how do you even make that documentary when you've never won a Super Bowl? (laughs) And Dallas has won five. five? Mm -hmm. Uh, And Dallas is a much better city uh, than Philadelphia. Uh, how do you even make that I documentary? I can't really disagree with anything you just said. Right, uh, I know. However, Except still, that Dallas, Dallas sucks. sucks. <laughs> uh, and that's uh, true. No, I, just, I, love, I love living here. Um, mm-hmm. And um, it's too cold in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm fine that. But it's it, too it, many things. Uh, it's many things that are too. I, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, kind of with you on that. Yeah. Uh, we lived near Philadelphia, so. and that, that was not my favorite place to live. Mm-hmm. However, uh, the Eagles I still love, and I will always love. Uh, and, and they will continue to torture me without Super Bowls. As that thing goes on, they eventually point out the, the irony of saying Dallas sucks, yeah. uh, even though they've won five Super Bowls and the Eagles have won. So they're raising they're money for this? They're, they're trying aware. to get yeah, this like a Kickstarter type of thing. Uh, yeah, a Kickstarter fun. page. So if you're an Eagles fan like me, go support it. If you're already made yeah, 17 grand, not bad for a couple days. Huh. Okay. All right, uh, back in a second. Triple eight seven twenty seven. Back. Oh, show my wife.
727 Dex, Pat and Stu. Uh, one of my favorite uh, headlines in the Dallas Morning News today. Uh-huh. Because this is frightening. <laughs> right now, Dallas has an average of 18 days during the summer when it hits 100 degrees or more. Okay? So the average is 18 times during the course of the summer, June, July, August, we will hit uh, 100 degrees. Headline today in the Dallas Morning News. Dallas may have almost 100 days a year over 100 degrees by 2100, report says. A hundred days of 100 degrees or more? (laughs) On the day when we just had almost two weeks now of unbelievably low temperatures. It's been in the upper 70s and low 80s in Dallas, Texas in August, which never happens. Mm -hmm. Now, that was preceded by about 12 days in a row where it was 100 or more. But that's, yeah. I mean, that's what happens. So yeah. it got us, the, the 12 days in a row got us to almost 18 days. I think we're at 16 or 17 this year of days when it hit 100 or more. So it's about average. I mean, I mean well, this is what they do, though. When there is a current yes. crazy thing going on. Right. They say that's because of global warming. Yes. And when there's not a current crazy thing going on, they say the future. That's when they get, they, they release their future reports. I mean, because when we moved down here in mm-hmm. 2011, end of 2011, yeah. the was, summer preceding that, yeah. we came down and looked at houses. Ridiculous. Um, and yeah. that summer had 40, 41 40 days in a row, right? uh, in a row of over 100 And days. we've never seen anything like that nope, since. Hot. It was hot. And we, you know what? It was. Yeah. But again, like... You know, a climate is more complicated than this. But having a hundred, if you had a hundred days in a summer mm-hmm. where it was over a hundred degrees, so <laughs> you know who does that I, every summer? Phoenix. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you know, lots of places True. do do it over a hundred. And while it would be hot here and it would be annoying, like I mean, we went through twelve days recently, as you said, where it was over a hundred, and it was hot, noticeably hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, you know, amazingly, much more comfortable. Than it when it was ninety two degrees before air conditioning. I can assure you of that. Um, and we had a way uh, uh, to yeah. handle it, which was every place you went was the perfect temperature. That was the way we handled that problem. And capitalism, even if you believe caused problem A, um, solved it pretty well. Pretty well by making every <laughs> single place that you walk into the perfect temperature. That's actually much better than it used to be. But what drives me out of my mind is Al Gore is linking the Louisiana flooding right now to global warming, of course, with no evidence. I mean, no. Zero, there's no evidence that it's linked to global you can never, warming. You can never do it one, any <clears throat> one storm. You can't blame on global warming. If we were to link this current cool uh, cooling trend to global warming or the lack of global warming and say this is proof there's no global warming, we would be called the most ridiculous science deniers of all time. Oh, my God. But he yes. can do this on every event that happens. How is it they can have it both ways? They're the ones who told us in the first part, don't confuse weather with climate. Right. That's the cool. dumbest thing you can do. Whenever it's cool, they say that. Yes. They continue to say it. They'll say, oh, you can't confuse the weather with climate. Just and yes, they do all the time. It's been 20 straight days of 70 degrees. You can't say that. Okay, well, uh, then you won't say it when it's 20 degrees of a, 20 days in a row of 100 degrees. Of course we will. That's because that is climate. I mean, that is legitimately where this debate is <laughs> yes, right now. It is. It's so embarrassing. I mean, look, yeah. it, it, you're you're smarter to say, uh, okay, long-term trends, 2100 predictions are probably safe because you know what? Most of us are going to be dead. 
You know, I hate to say mm-hmm. it. Uh, so mm-hmm. we're gonna be we're gonna be dead. We're not gonna be able to hear to, to, to show you that you're wrong. Then, so you might as well make predictions for 2100. Uh, that you can at least be safe to say. Uh, you know, they started mm-hmm. making predictions that were too close because people. Initially, they made predictions, uh, 100 years in the future, X, Y, and Z will happen. Well, no yeah. one reacts to that. And there's so, nothing you could say. So then they said, well, well, it's not 100 years, it's 10 years. So then people reacted a little bit, but still not much. Then they started saying, it's already happening. It's already happening. It's not 10 years in the future, it's now. Right. And then everyone said, wait a minute, I, I'm not really noticing much. Yeah, there's big events here and there, but there's less hurricanes than we've had in a long time. Um, mm-hmm. There are... Uh, and, you know, while there are flooding, there's some flooding uh, in Louisiana. It's been pretty devastating. There's been some devastating um, droughts. There's always been these things. Always. There is no trend in the amount of uh, droughts. There's no trend in the amount of tornadoes. There's no trend uh, in the amount of uh, rainfall. And what you look at when you look at the big picture is the only thing that there's really a trend seems to be hurricanes. And it's a dropping trend. Um, uh, big time. Big time. To basically uh, none, I mean, that are hitting the United States. We're in August again, and the hurricane season started, does it start June 1st? I think it does. Yes. So yes, we're, does. you know, two going on three months into the hurricane season, and another season, knock on wood, I mean, I don't want to jinx anything. I, I'm not superstitious, so I don't believe you can. So there's been no hurricanes again this year. None that have hit the mainland of the United States of America. I mean, this is... I don't know if this is an unprecedented period of time, but it's got to be getting close. It's pretty amazing. I mean, it's pretty amazing. We haven't had any hurricane of any kind since, well, I think... what about Hurricane Sandy? 2008. Yeah, you forgot well, about that. Wasn't a hurricane. Well, it was uh, before so it hit. We haven't it, had it, it, a hurricane of any kind hit the mainland since 2008, and we haven't had a major one in 11 years. 11 Years. That is unbelievable. I mean, you know, I, I my entire life up until you know 2006 or so, 2005, 2006, was always spent every summer with huge hurricane stories where you know entire communities were being wiped out, right, or threatened at least. Yeah. Um, and then oh, there was a turn, and it turned out to sea, and everyone celebrates. And there's all there was always that. I mean, when's the last time you can even remember those? I mean, stories? 04 and 05, I remember living yeah. in continual fear Absolutely. during the summertime. You just Never because well, Never you guys lived in Tampa ending. at the same yeah. time. Yep. I mean, in in Florida, there was four in a row that oh. hit in 04 and 05, yeah. right? Never. Oh, it was, I mean, there was it, Wilma. It felt there like was, it was never ending. I know it was it was agonizing, and you thought we were all going to be destroyed by this hurricane thing. <laughs> Inconvenient Truth comes out and says, yep, this is because there's going to be more and, and, and more intense and more frequent hurricanes. And as soon as he said it, bye-bye. And to tell you gone. how dedicated <laughs> they were to <laughs> that line of scare tactic, the hurricane scare tactic, uh-huh. it's the one they put on the cover, of, yeah. on the movie poster yeah. for an Inconvenient Truth. They put a hurricane because they believe that was their strongest argument. There hasn't been a hurricane of any note since. <laughs> Think of how embarrassing that is. And they pay no price for that. No price. How is it possible? Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's absolutely They should be shamed and embarrassed by that. Yeah. And, and they're not. Nope. And, and every time they're wrong, and they're wrong all the time, they're continually wrong. I don't know that they've ever been, ever been right. Uh, for some reason, they're never held accountable. Mm-hmm. They're never held accountable. Uh, judges just blocked the Obama administration's bathroom directive. Which is pretty good news, I would say, because this is just craziness. It, it almost has nothing to do with transgendered people. 
Yeah, I mean, it has very little to do with transgendered people. I think what we've emphasized all along are heterosexuals who are perverts. Right? Isn't that what we've talked about the right, whole time? It basically, you're giving them a legal defense to get out of their issues. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't right. think. I, look, I don't think this makes your average heterosexual go in, into a women's bathroom because they like to see women naked. It puts a pervert. Oh, it gives him wait, a whole pass. You, they seem to. It gives him, him, <laughs> a hall pass. Him. Uh huh. Not him. Not him. Not him. Not him. But not him. him. Thank you. Him. Mm-hmm. A hall pass. So. <laughs> He's even looked up from his computer. Uh, so the uh, the point here being that when you, uh, it's not even that you're going to encourage necessarily more of this behavior. I think you probably will on the fringes with certain uh, weirdos that are going to say, "Well, look, and they can't do anything to me." But you're providing when you mm-hmm. when someone gets caught, you're providing a legal defense. You just say, "Look, I, you know." I, if you really want to go far, you could plant a couple of things on message boards saying, "Oh, well, I'm a." I'm, I'm thinking about my job. I'm having gender issues. I don't know which one I am anymore. If you just were setting it up. Just to set right? it up. And yeah, then you they, could do that. They literally, we're at the point where they literally can't do anything to you. Yeah. I mean, if you go in there and just wanted to look at women and just said, oh, you know what, I'm, I happen to be a transgender person or whatever. Well, Target has said no questions asked. Yeah. They won't even ask. So you don't so even need to I, set it up. All right. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. So if you're a perv, you could conceivably go into a Target... <laughs> if you're a perv, <laughs> hey Jeff, and uh, what's going on? Man? So uh, it was weird that they showed you because uh, well, like, you weren't saying anything. Is there a mistake? You know, if you're a perv, and then then we had that shot, and uh, so <laughs> and they're calling you uh, genital expert at the same time. <laughs> it was a little weird. Well, I mean. Just because you're a genital expert you, you doesn't could, make you a pervert. Sure, you sure. could conceivably go into a Target and, you know, ogle girls and come out, and they're not going to ask you about it. I mean, people could complain to the manager, and you, hate you'd probably be the hate monitor. Yeah. yeah, if you complained, absolutely. Yeah, it's just crazy. So a federal bizarre. judge in Texas has blocked, God bless Texas, has blocked the Obama administration's directive to public schools that transgender students must be allowed to use the bathrooms and locker rooms coinciding with their chosen gender identity rather than their biological sex. To me, there's a difference between your chosen identity, what you say you are on any given day, and what you really are. If you're a girl, go into the girls' bathroom. If you have girl parts, go there. If if you were born a boy and you've changed that through surgery, and now you're a girl and you have girl parts... Go into the girls' bathroom. I think that's, that's feel, a fair I, standard. Is that fair? If you're that committed to the cause, eh, go ahead. I think that's fair. Because no perv is like, you know what? I want to ogle some women, so I'm going to have massive surgery and change my genitals. Nobody's going to no do that. No one's doing that. <laughs> so we've eliminated that, that problem. Com- right. Uh, you know what's that committed to wanting right. to see women in the bathroom, especially with all the porn on the Internet? I and mean, if you're that committed, <laughs> you got us. You got us. You okay. got us. <laughs> You got us. You got us. Um, it's true. Wow, you got you one got over us. on us that time. Uh, you win. You don't have any junk anymore, but you win. You win. Um, I, I think um, it's interesting because this ruling is really more about process than saying what should happen with bathrooms. Basically, they're just saying that the Obama administration, surprise, surprise, overreached. Right. They said, uh, well, 
they tried to put a penalty on it. You're not going to get funding. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't do that. You can't just make up your own laws as the president. This is not what happens here. Um, I will say both sides seem to be learning that you can get away with it sometimes. But luckily, the courts are, keep, seem to be turning this back. Yeah. You can't just say, well, I want transgendered people to be able to do whatever they want. And so to force them to do it, I'm going to not fund them. Um, and also, by the way, I'm not going through Congress for any of that. You can't do that. And the, and the courts aren't even saying, hey, it makes sense that girl parts go in the girls' room. They're not even saying that. They're just saying you can't do it like this. If you want to do it, pass a law. Or don't put a penalty. Just make it a recommendation. Well, you can't do a penalty and no Congress. You can't. Huh. It's so weird. you're saying there's a rule of law? Lo- 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 a rule of law? Lo- lo- a rule of law. Lo- a rule of law. Lo- because that is the law. Lo- there is a law. Lo- uh, that's an old reference that people probably don't no, but, uh, know anymore, but no, uh, we still continue to reference president, it. Uh, saying, uh, <laughs> Mexican president from years ago, mm-hmm. who's no longer Mexican president. But he's still, still Mexican, though. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, he still is. Uh, speaking of our uh, wonderful president, um, he has now said that the uh, Obamacare premiums are rising because there's no competition. There's just no competition. This. I thought Obamacare was going to take care of all this because w- what we were promised was rising health care costs under Obamacare. Yeah, extraordinarily uh, uh, high health care um, prices. Because I thought um, it was lower, like $2,500 per family lower per year. I mean, that um, doesn't seem possible uh, that he would promise that and then miss this badly. <laughs> he missed <laughs> pretty he badly. He did. Uh, we, we did this uh, on Wonderful World of two seasons ago, I think. And it's only getting worse. I mean, the rates keep going up and up and up and up. Um, and uh, what's going on here is all of these uh, healthcare companies are saying, we can't make any money. We're getting hammered in these Obamacare exchanges because mm. it's, not, it's artificially trying to lower costs. It's artificially making us cover things that we shouldn't be covering. It's forcing oh. people into the market that can't pay the costs. Who said that might happen? Oh, yes. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're yeah, right. Over yeah. and over again. Right. Um, and so now a lot of these states uh, have only one company who's even willing to get into the exchanges. And the reason why mm. is when there's multiple companies and there's competition on the price, neither one of them can make money. So there's like one company left and they jack up the rates super high. Uh, so now you're legally uh, required to be a citizen in good standing to buy a product that is overpriced and uh, under delivers. But that's the Obamacare guarantee. Yeah. So if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor went out the window years ago Mm -hmm. and the uh, lower health costs went out the window, lower, lower premiums went out the window. All virtually everything they ever promised with this stupid bill has gone out the window and they continue to defend it as a massive success. Triple eight, seven, two, seven back more patents, too, is uh, just, you know. Inevitable. That's amazing about it, too. It's like they say it's a success because more people are covered. But I mean, if you spend multiple trillions of dollars, yes, you can get people covered. Right. But what kind of coverage and at what cost? And at what cost? And still, not as many people are covered as they say we're going to be covered. Triple eight seven two seven Beck Patton Stu. The uh, troubles at Fox News apparently continue. Yes, uh, uh, odd situation. Now Andrea Tanteros is apparently sued uh, for um, sexual harassment. I guess. I mean, she, I don't, she, there's the main part of this is she was on she was on the five, uh, 
Yeah. Um, and I guess at some point was told to... She, she says was, uh, sexually uh, harassed in some way. Uh, first of all, told to turn she, around. Show, she, I want to see you in a bikini. Things like that. Yeah, I think the first thing she said was that, and I, I guess this was when she was on the five. They said, "Don't wear pants yep. because Roger wants to see your legs." Right. Well, I mean, so does the rest of the world. So and, yes, Andrea, move on. However, everybody knows that the chair that Kimberly Guilfoyle sits in right now is referred to as the legs chair because the girl who sits there wears a mini skirt or mini dress and shows her legs the whole time. Oh, by the way, by uh, the way if you notice... The legs are lit by the lighting that's on the floor to highlight pointing them. at their legs. This is what Fox does. I mean, everybody knows it. And, right? and look, that is That's fine for says. everyone to know. But there are uh, typically legal lines as to forcing someone to do that <laughs> yes. if they do not want to. Right, that's true. Um, and again, there's although you wrong. could have, you could, I guess you could have a, a dress code at work where you said mm-hmm. all women must wear dresses. I don't think you could mandate length. Yeah, and I don't right. know that you could even do that, to be honest. Maybe you could. Maybe in this day and um, age you can't. Yeah. I don't know. I know. And it's it, it's a weird thing. Look, television is strange. Like, you know, every Hooters waitress is told that they must wear tight T-shirts because that's and the uniform. orange shorts. That's the that's deal. The Seriously, can you get away with that now? I mean, yes. Hooters still operates, Hooters right? They still it, operate, but if is... somebody complained, if somebody had a... Conniption. Over I think it. they have actually, and, and, and they they, have. They've, they've had there've been have men they? that have tried to be the Hooters yep. girls yep. and everything. Exactly, and, and they've survived that somehow. Yeah. Usually, what they say is, "Look, there's a performance level to this," and I, yes. I think just saying um, they want you to wear uh, skirts is one thing. It's another thing to you know, Mendy if she Link. takes it as uh, you know, um, a, a, a pressing. Uh, I want to see your legs type of thing. I mean, you know, like it's all about feel. And it's that's well, why it's a weird. That's why most right. people stay away from it. Because, and I will say right. this. We, we all saw Andrea Tanteros on the five and outnumbered. Um, I can't remember a single time when she wore a skirt that's knee length. I, I don't think that ever happened. Now, was that her choice? I don't I don't well, know. I mean, she's we, saying a partially at least it wasn't. That's what the suit so is, she is it, saying the skirt had to be a certain length. Because man, I mean, that is problematic. Obviously, yes, and I don't, I, don't, I do not think that that's specifically said. Although, I mean, these cases don't need that. No, they you do not. What you need is, I believe, essentially, if there's evidence to believe that she was being forced to do something she didn't want to do, yeah, uh, even if it was just, hey, because in here it says like, look, um, you need to know uh, this powerful person wants you to do that. A lot of times that's enough in these cases if there's, yeah. a, if there's a legitimate evidence. And and then she and then there's other things that went beyond this. It, apparently she was in Roger's Roger Ailes' office and he asked her to turn around so he could see how she looked and she refused. And then that happened multiple times. And then yeah, so that happened multiple times. And then she got demoted from right. the five to outnumbered. Right. right. Then uh, a day mm. before her book came out, they pulled her off the air and haven't let her back on. Um, so she, she says that has to do with the harassment. And she filed, I believe she filed an official complaint at some point um, regarding this, um, although it wasn't specific on who uh, did it. Um, but mm. she's, you know, I, it, it, she did make this claim. And I, you know, uh, she says um, <laughs> uh, Fox masquerades as a defender of traditional fa- family values. 
but behind the scenes, it operates like a sex-fueled Playboy mansion-like cult steeped in intimidation, indecency, indecency and misogyny. I will say that uh, now, we now, were subjected we were, to that repeatedly, <laughs> and, and I... I resented it while we were there, yeah. didn't you? Uh, sh- I um, stunningly were, were hideous, <laughs> so we did not feel these effects. No, we didn't. But yeah, I mean, we're not know, women we who look like Andrea Tantaros. Obviously, we wouldn't feel these effects, and so. I, you know, hopefully, that's you know, that's obviously a really. I, there have been many people who have complained about this type of thing there, yeah. and obviously, like. The general media complaint of all of their women are, you know, bleached, blonde, pretty, wearing short skirts is something that, you know, society has noticed. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously some, you know, a a trend going on there. Um, However, a lot of women are fine with that. And if they are, more power to them. Uh, But, you know, if if it's something that she's and she is claiming that she didn't want to do it. um, She should go be a bank teller. (laughs) Be a bank teller. She knows the job. You. She knows the job. Uh, yeah, That's, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't agree with that. I no. mean, it's 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 Fox News anchoring. You, news is not about sex, right? That's not about Wrong. selling your body. It's it's Look, kind of wrong. There's a weird line. selling her body. I mean, there is a, there there is a tough line. There is, especially at Fox, there is a line. Because obviously, and I mean, they look, use appearance that. is part of television. You wouldn't know it by watching the show, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. And at Fox News, it's especially it's true. It's especially true. It and everybody is. knows it. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with having beautiful women and, and good-looking yeah. guys anchoring. Um, you know, if, if, if they went to Jeffy and said, look, we appreciate your athletically overweight appearance, but we'd like you to just be athletic. Um, they, would they have a, uh, would they be able to say that? Would they be able to say to us, we should, hey, fatties, st- oh, yes. lose a little weight? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's Absolutely. true. Um, luckily, they don't care about our appearance at all. However, uh, if they did, uh, you know, it's, but it's one thing to try to cross the line that a woman is uncomfortable with. If you're saying, like, look, we think you should wear dresses because you look beautiful on television, she said, Don't, that makes me very uncomfortable. And you proceed to walk through her resistance and try to force her into wearing short skirts because of that. Yeah, you, that's, you're going to have, that's you're gonna have issues. Even, you can't knows. even try to win them over anymore. That's a problem. She also. <laughs> you're the worst person on earth. <laughs> she also has brought Bill O'Reilly into it. Uh, somehow saying yeah. he had some kind of unwanted sexual advance toward And said inappropriate now, things to her. Pat. Here's the interesting thing about that to me. Bill's not married anymore. He's he's divorced. So is it possible that Bill thought she was attractive and asked her out and that's yeah, an unwanted sexual advance? I didn't read the whole suit. Is so. that? Again, I mean, it's all so it's that's tough. I don't know. If you are to ask a coworker out now. And she refuses. Was that an unwanted sexual adv- advance that you can be? No, no, I'm for? not asking your well, opinion, Jeffy. No, I'm not. Do I'm not chime in. Do not I, chime in. My my point. <laughs> but here's the, here's the, here's the part here. And I, I, I mean, I can't imagine that with Bill. Asking asking someone out is not harassment. Um, pr- proceeding over a long period of time. When if you're hassling her about well, it, right? Exactly. Sometimes different. it can get there. And this is yeah. what she writes in the suit. Ailes did not act alone. He may have been the primary culprit, but his actions were condoned by most of his senior lieutenants, who engaged in a concerted effort to silence Tanteros by threats, humiliation, and retaliation. If you're threatening, mm-hmm. if you're humiliating, mm-hmm. if you're retaliating, though, that's when you start to cross lines. Asking someone out is, it, I mean, while there's, you know, we're, we live in a world where you're not allowed to say he or she. We live in a world where lately you're not allowed to do anything. It's almost um, a world so, where you can't even say to a woman, you look really nice today. Yeah. It's so, almost that world, yes. right? Yes, so there are ridiculous lines, but legally speaking, you can still ask people out. 
you can still go through that process. You just can't be uh, abusive about it. Um, and, you know, I have no idea which side is telling the truth on this. Obviously, was not there for uh, for any of it. I don't no. think I, I mean, I've never met Andrea Tantaris. I don't know. Was she there when we were there? I don't she was think so. there barely, but I don't remember. She, she was a contributor at that time. Okay. I don't think she was. Yeah, obviously um, not part of the five yet. So she wasn't uh, right because that didn't yeah. start till after we left. Right. Um, now, her lawsuit <laughs> also claims that the Fox News publicity department. We operates- have met Bill and I will say Bill never hit on me. Did he ever hit I, on I, you? I cannot say the same. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. No, Bill, I mean, he's always been great. Uh, you know, it's awesome. But again, like, awesome. I've never, you know, never Does. dealt with him. I, I, you know, I would, I don't. You know. We were on tour with him, and he didn't sexually advance. And also, him. I never saw him do, any, you know, anything. <laughs> no, I've never seen like him that. do but anything I, inappropriate. You know, that doesn't mean anything Act in these cases, as everyone it, will tell you. It doesn't, because uh, we're not beautiful women. And, you know, I'm sure he's attracted to beautiful women, but... I, I would be really surprised. If, if we're, we're probably going down this uh, this road too far because we don't know anything about it. But I will say this. This part of it is interesting. Her lawsuit also claims that Fox News publicity department operates um, sock puppet Twitter accounts, which are like these fake Twitter accounts to attack you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, huh. she would get uh, attacked by people on Twitter that she believed were set up by Fox News publicity, um, leaking weird rumors about her um, and... This has been rumored in the media for a really long time that their PR department does things like this. Sure And has. a lot of it's been, in, I mean, it is clear. They are the most vicious mm-hmm. PR department um, of all time. And I think up until very mm-hmm. recently would have taken that pridefully. Um, you know, this is something that they are known for. When you cross mm-hmm. them, they destroy you publicly. Uh, this part um, of the And story, also I, sometimes I, I, when you don't cross them and you work there yeah. and you have great ratings for their network. They will destroy you anyway. Uh, they will do things. Or at least knock you down a peg. Or at least try to. Yeah, try because to. nobody can be bigger than Fox News. Right. And that's not something that we're making up. That's something that's been known for a long time, um, that, they, that they do these sorts of things. So yes. when, her, she's going to have a lot of allies uh, uh, especially which, on that part, on, on the PR that stuff, part's because the PR that stuff is, well known. you know, uh, you know, it's that part's talked true. about for a long time. I don't know that this specific thing is true, but yeah, a lot but of people will probably say probably is. Yeah. I mean, look at some of their public uh, uh, just comments on people who have left the network. I mean, they just... Uh, I mean, like, they, uh, can you cite any examples? Uh, any specific examples? No, I can't examples? think of anyone who's left. So. People who have left the network? But it's not, then, I, you know, obviously, like, huh. you know, there's been some... They've said some stuff about Glenn over the years, uh, so that's not... <laughs> yeah, yeah! But, I mean, other hosts, it's been even worse. Like, they've, they've intimated over this time that he was fired. Right, which which they uh, themselves flat out lie. We're on record, including Absolute the CEO, uh, including Roger, including everyone at the top, all saying the exact opposite. And then later on, when they decide they don't like Glenn anymore because he's competing with them, all of a sudden he was fired. And, and that's the least of it. I mean, he's, I mean that's, you know, he's, they've gone through, they've done worse things than that. But that's one of the things that I could point to and say they've they've said over and over that he was fired. He was not fired. No, Quit. I, mean, I, was, I was in the resign. Meetings where the, where him being re, him being resigned was discussed at length. Right. I mean, they 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 wanted to resign him. Right. And Glenn wanted to do this. So they've given uh, all I kinds mean, of cannon fodder right to the left for story after story to say, well, this is why Glenn Beck got fired. Why he really got fired at Fox? Well, he didn't get fired at all for any reason. Triple eight seven two seven Beck more patents too. Can I speak now? Yeah, go ahead. Can I can I comment on this story now? No, we're too late. No. Because no. Right. I have a number of go issues to with some of I the wish I could guarantee you that. If only we had more time, but we don't. Oh, damn it. 
727 back. It's Pat Stu. Hi. Uh, uh, man. Um, we were just wondering uh, what would happen if you never left your bed. Because this is the sort of uh, thing you we know? fantasize about in the mm-hmm. breaks. Um, we don't like getting up and doing the show. We don't like <laughs> working. Um, we, we don't, don't like, like talking. Being here with Jeffy. We don't like. We definitely you know? don't like that. For the for one thing, um, we don't like Jeffy. Um, and so all of these things uh, make mm-hmm. us think. Hey, what if we could just sit in bed all the time? And then there's Jeffy who makes us think that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. We don't. We don't like him. Because so, he's over there. Somebody else apparently has want him to be. similar beliefs and, and thoughts as us. I don't know if they know Jeffy, too, but they made a video about what would happen if you never left yes, your bed. Yes, this was made by Jeffy's wife, Amber. Okay, watch. <laughs> well, firstly, you'd probably start to develop bed sores. These are caused by the pressure on the Fact. skin that limits the amount of blood flow to the skin oh, yeah, and nearby tissues. Basically, imagine this. The tissue okay. between your bones and the bed is under a lot of pressure from your body weight. And if that pressure is great enough, the nutrient-rich blood won't be able to reach your cells and they will be damaged and eventually die. The sores usually occur in areas like your tailbone, hips, and shoulder blades. Mm -hmm. And be warned, they're not pretty. Not even with a little bit of coral blue lipstick. Also, you'll start to get weaker. Mm-hmm. especially if you are immobile in the bed. See, muscles at complete rest lose 10 to 15% of their strength per week. In just three wow. to five weeks, the muscle has lost mm. nearly half of its strength. So good luck lifting that laptop off of your lap as easily as before. Complete rest will also cause your endurance to decrease, leading to fatigue and even more inactivity. And your muscles will begin to atrophy too, losing their it. mass. And your bones also lose their mass, eventually stabilizing around 40 to 70% of their original mass. This is caused mm. by increased bone resorption, which is a process that breaks bones down, eventually fast enough that it outweighs the rate of new bone growth. And this Mm. can lead to conditions like osteoporosis. Oh, boy. Wow. I I don't believe any of it. I'm going to try it. Yeah, I mean, none of it sounds that bad. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Bed sores are pretty bad. I've seen them. Bed sores are bad. Can't you you solve that by just rolling around a lot? You have to move. You have to move. And one of the things that you can do as well is you have to at least, you know, move in the bed. Right. I'm not saying you don't you get out of the get bed, out. obviously. Yeah, you have to right. get out. And one of the things is you have to keep yourself clean and dry. So you want to make sure that you have mm-hmm. you have someone, uh, you know, that can Pat make you the down. bed underneath you mm-hmm. and, you know, make sure that you're dry and not sweaty on sweaty sheets and stuff like that. Sure. Okay. See? Okay. Because you know, that's a... <laughs> many people who happen to lay in bed for uh, an extended period of time... Have an issue with now this, dampness you, in the bed. You gained this knowledge in your preparation for being the world's fattest human That's being, correct. right? So I, that you'd I, never I, leave your bed. At one point in my life, I wanted to be craned out of my house. <laughs> and <laughs> you were well goal. on your way. That was my goal. Yeah, I wanted to be craned out of my house. Admirable. I mean, it was admirable. We were all rooting for you that you'd be craned we, out of your house were? one day. We were. Uh, I mean, you oh, know, look, you know? We, we want you to get we're achieve there your for goals. You. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, we... Care, <laughs> but yeah. you just said a little yeah. bit ago that <laughs> that that what you, that we didn't you like didn't, you. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no, we don't like you. I would say we wanted you to achieve your goals. <laughs> Two <laughs> things are mutual, not mutually exclusive. <laughs> exactly. Um, and here's another thing you might be uh, uh, an expert in, uh, Jeffy. Why chubby chaps are more generous than thinner ones? Hmm. There's a study that shows slimmer people are more affected by low blood sugar levels. Uh, a thin boss is less likely to give you a pay raise than a fat one. What? Oh yeah, because they're hungry and they need they need up their sh- uh, sugar levels in the afternoon, stuff like that. It's interesting. So they get cranky. Yeah. Okay. Lean men were less generous than fat men when dishing out money in a laboratory experiment. Yeah. And when they did their part with money, skinny people are more generous to people who are also thin than their chubby counterparts. Hmm. 
study measured blood sugar levels during uh, during the game, and the researchers found that lower blood sugar affected judgments. And when thinner people have lower blood sugar, they are at their most stingy, while fatter people were less affected. Yeah, they've done this study with the with hmm. the judges too, from time to time. Really? On, uh, a- after lunch, before lunch, when you need to go in front of a judge, best time to go is uh, you know. Right after lunch. <laughs> okay. Just All right. You want, so, you, want you mean if you're appearing right before, lunch? if you're appearing, if you got yeah, a court if appearance, if you have a court appearance, do you want that right after lunch so that they've got that full belly, they've got the high blood sugar, they're feeling good, they're, they're ready to go. They're less uh, likely to lay down the law. Late afternoon, they want okay. a nap. They're getting cranky. They need a snack. Yeah. You're going to jail. Okay, that's a good safety Jeffy, tip. Thank could you. Could it that. also be that you've committed a lot of crimes <laughs> and that's why you're going to jail? Maybe it's not the eating. Dude, just I was just doing an example. It was a, oh, that's all. Was oh, just an okay. example. So what have you prepared? Uh, this might be a good place to do the Jeffy segment. Oh, if yeah. we could lay down the uh, jingle here since he's uh, participating now and we seem to have his attention. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> so true. There are some stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. There's so many times so just during the show. Me. Uh, so many times during the show you just look over at Jeff and you realize he hasn't heard. He's checked out. Uh, yeah, he's I mean, completely it's been 15 checked minutes out. Since he even, he's looking at some, he's updating some some porn site, yeah. uploading a video or something. He's doing his other work, yeah. his other job. <laughs> we know he has a, a second job mm-hmm. and a third job. And a third and a fourth. And most yeah. of those jobs uh, are illegal. Uh, the porn is the one we can tell you about. Well, first of all, uh, uh, illegal is such a harsh word. It's such a harsh word because some well, things. It's a bit nebulous. Some things, yeah, in your some world. things are illegal in some places and legal mm-hmm. in other. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so, I mean, so. a lot of things are, are legal in Malaysia, for example. <laughs> That's but why let's you not post go down a lot of your sites there. Uh, <laughs> what do you have right, for us? Well, yeah, we got, we got some things here for you, or I could find okay. some for you. All right. Uh, first, congratulations to Sarah Sullivan. Yes. Our uh, radio and Blaze Radio Network uh, head of all being, no matter what. I don't care what her title mm-hmm. is, she is in charge of That's it. That's definitely not her title, but... Uh, no, that is not her title, but she is. Yes, yes. She is. Uh, she just had a new baby. Uh, Drew Norma Sullivan, born uh, yesterday, healthy and happy, little baby girl. Number two. Number two. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. What are the specs on this baby girl? uh, There were no specs (laughs) sent, which I was kind of surprised about that. There were no specs sent, because that's usually part of the the deal. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm guessing that she was, uh, you know... Thirty inches long and twenty-five pounds. Now she goes. She lives in uh, <laughs> twenty-five pounds. You're not a you're not a doctor, are you? I know you say it's, it's probably not a good guess. I'm just uh, saying maybe that's why she didn't want to tell us the specs. Is all I'm saying. Okay. okay. Um, she she commutes in from New Jersey. Um, long commute into New York, and she still lives up there. Um, and uh, it's funny because uh, just last week it was that she was planning on being in New York and commuting. I think another week. And then she just, she got, a, and the doctor was like, eh, no, no more work, yeah. work for you. Wow. So thank God she wasn't uh, commuting at the yeah. time. Because training babies Good. is difficult. It can be it can be a challenge yeah. to give birth on a moving train. It would not be fun. Uh, so thank God everything's Especially okay. And dirty. Well. Unclean. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Jeffy writes it. Right. Uh, exactly. I mean, exactly. How many, how, many, how many babies do you deliver on a train, Jeffy, over the years? Two. Two? Just two. Just That's two. all. Okay. I Just believe two. it. I believe it. What else you got? It was, they were... Oh, that wasn't exactly a story, but a, yeah, a nice announcement. Yeah, it was huh? a nice announcement. Actually, I wish... I, w- I mean, if you had to, you would, right? I, I never have actually uh, given birth or helped give birth to a child What's on the, the train, other? but if you're there, you, you, you have You don't to actually help. have any stories today, do you? 
Um, <laughs> That, I, I do. You, I'm just. I'm just commenting you, on what you I, what you I, I asked know. me about Sarah giving birth on a train. I, okay, we're beyond that now. So what's your what's your story? Your content for the show here. <laughs> Barack Obama is in Louisiana, so I'd like to uh, while he's there and and giving mm-hmm. help, you can uh, make sure you go to Mercury One dot org slash disaster because they've been there already do you helping. just you just have company announcements here? i do have is company announcements that's what I'm is that really today. what you're that's what, what you're giving yeah, have you have we <laughs> given company really announcements in a while what you're doing here that's company your content org. yeah that's right <laughs> okay what's All wrong right. with what's wrong with company announcements <laughs> it's, i'm not sure it's fascinating to the <laughs> no, world so at large obvious he has nothing it's so obvious he's he, got his nothing. first thing was Sarah and, uh, had a baby. Uh, we and have... the second thing is he looks over at the screen uh-huh. where they're showing barack obama in yeah. louisiana oh, says yeah, that's barack right, obama's in louisiana oh and by the way go to burger.org <laughs> one of the things that <laughs> <laughs> We talked a little bit about um, the Philippines, the new head of the Philippines, uh, yeah. telling everyone that it was okay to kill drug dealers. And uh, Yes, this is a big story killed. in your world, I remember. <laughs> yeah, How's no that kidding. working out for him? It's working out really well, and he just threatened to leave the U.N., uh, which... Oh, uh, no, that would be a shame. Up. I know, he said... Uh, <laughs> How would we uh, get... I don't give a crap, only he used the other word, about them. And the U.N. is all wound up. Uh, and he's like, they haven't done... Anything for us at all? I well, back up on this particular nice proposal. Day. They haven't, yeah, they haven't done anything for anybody, and we should be leaving the U.S. Yes, well. and that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Why? I mean, they're all. Even his people are saying, "Oh, well, we're not leaving the U.N." Uh, his his uh, foreign secretary, uh, we're not we're not leaving the U.N. And he's like, "Yeah, you haven't done anything for us. I don't care about them. They're going to tell me what to do because hmm. they were, you know, they're upset at him over his." Uh, just go ahead and kill the drug dealers. Kill the drug dealers yeah, thing. How many no. how many drug dealers uh, killed? So I don't know the total now. Um, is it a lot, though, or yeah. is that actually happening? Yeah, it's, heck yeah. There's hundreds, been, wow. right? Yeah, in the really? hundreds. Yeah. In the hundreds. I mean, that's what they're reporting. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, they're, because he said, I mean, that was his campaign Jeez, promise uh, in the Philippines was, you can kill them. How do you know for sure they're a drug dealer? Um, because you said so. Nearly 1,800 killed in Duarte's drug war. 1,800. I'll bet you there's a good number of non-drug dealers killed in that in that total. I mean, wouldn't you think so? You, you would think so. Oh, you yeah, absolutely would think that's so. That's kind yes. of a problem with vigilante justice. So. <laughs> really? What? Yeah. Wow. There is a problem. So you're saying amazing. it's confirmed there's it a problem? It can be problematic. I'm not saying in every okay. case it is. But, uh, <laughs> thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, way. yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't want to get too out there on a limb. Uh, by the way, tonight, just since we're doing program announcements, this is incredible. Sean Hannity somehow has a town hall with Donald Trump. <laughs> I don't know how in the world he pulled that off. Another town hall... With Donald I Trump, mean, presidential a, candidate. He legitimately has a residency on this network. <laughs> <at> this <point. laughs> he really... And another town hall, I, I mean, he just had one. Donnie, yeah, he, how, he does once a week, right? Well, it's, no, it's been a couple of days. I yeah. mean, it's time it, for another town hall with it, Donald Trump. It is Trump. an interesting development. Two things. Because <laughs> Donald mm-hmm. Trump, one of the things that like, you could absolutely give him credit for throughout this process is his availability to the media. He's been going on these right. shows like crazy. Mm-hmm. That has stopped and nobody's noticed the guy had was going on shows every day oh, yeah and since the con interview 
that he did, the initial one he did about the Khan family after the convention, he has been on no networks at all except Fox, which he's done, I believe, 11 times, was the, was the quote. He had been on Fox 11 times and nowhere wow. else. That's wow, amazing. really? And secondarily, um, Hillary Clinton has not done a press conference right. in that 260 yeah, days or something like that. I mean, it's, it's got to be an all-time record. She's, I mean, it's like they're being eliminated from the campaign process. And Trump, who did a bunch of them during the uh, primary, has stopped doing them, too. Nobody's yeah. doing press conferences. Neither candidate is doing press conferences. It's so weird. It's really weird. Such a weird I mean, election Trump's cycle. done them much more frequently. Um, and... and was probably the most available to the media candidate in history. No kidding. I mean, if not his, he was just calling into shows all the time. And that's what he was living on. Yeah, mm. I mean, and he got $3 billion of free media, and to his credit, recognized that they'll take the call every time, so I might as well make it and book it. Yep. Um, right. So that was a very smart thing that he did. However, um, he stopped doing it, and that also might be smart. There might be a really good reason for it. Yeah. Hillary, um, I think it's also smart by Hillary because she's really bad at those things. But no one's really holding her accountable for that, and it's, it's important. She should be held accountable for it. But stunningly, you're going to see him tonight on Fox News because Sean Hannity somehow <laughs> managed to get him to that's, do a that's town That's got to be the producers, him. though, Pat. That's right? not Sean. I that's guess the so. Producers. Yeah, I, I can't well, wait. Hats off to him. I can't wait to amazing. hear his uh, <laughs> excuse number 947 now about his now while he's backing off of the uh, immigration plan. His, his central issue and saying that oh, Barack Obama did a really good job. People don't understand it. And I'm going to do what he's doing, but with more energy. Now that's his new proposal. I think he'll actually out. say that on Fox no, News. No, he'll say the exact opposite. Yeah, he will. And, and he will be asked questions uh, in a way that make it the most friendly pr- presentation so possible. So your, your immigration policy hasn't changed, right? People are saying it's changed. It hasn't changed, right? Right. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, more patents do coming up in a minute. That's how it's going to be, Tim. It sure is. Hey, you know, I noticed uh, how how great a guy you are. Yeah, I am great. Uh, What are I, your thoughts on that? I, you know, you're right. You're, you're so smart for yeah. noticing it. Yeah. Uh, I am awesome. Yeah. And, uh, did you graduate from, like, an Ivy League school? I did, and yeah. I went to work. You've got to be And welcome to the Pat and Sue Show. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank FBI you. has uh, recovered th- nearly 15,000 new Clinton emails. We talked about this briefly yesterday. The question, <laughs> I guess, is impossible. She's turned everything over. Yeah, where did they come mm-hmm. from exactly? She's uh, she turned them over. Didn't have the old uh, personal ones anymore. Where did they come from? I'm quite uh, confused on that issue. I some don't know. we don't know exactly. And of course, there's going to be a bunch of emails that. Uh, that come into the public uh, sphere that could influence the election, and, and it could be in a, uh, the October surprise could be in there. So far, there hasn't been much. I don't think there's been enough out of these emails to really freak out about. It's more about her handling of the of the stuff, uh, mm-hmm. uh, handling of the situation. There's bigger issues, B- bigger with her, much bigger fish to fry. Mm-hmm. Benghazi was a scandal she should not have survived politically. Um, you know, uh, uh, the. Uh, the server in the first place was a, a scandal she probably shouldn't have survived. Um, As Jeffy's pointed out many times, uh, Kanklegate. Kanklegate. 
She hasn't even addressed that yet. No, she has not. To my knowledge. And so. Everybody bring up all the illnesses that's going that she could possibly have. Yeah. She's you know what she's sick. <laughs> Do you and think she is sick? Because I I don't even buy that. I don't even. I mean, buy it, no. I don't. Buy I think it. she's just. I mean, you know, I'm sure she's not in perfect health. She's had some health problems. Right. Uh, but I, I, and the other thing I, I would say to people who think this is a good argument to speculate wildly about her health, um, I, I don't know. If taking a person who is incredibly unpopular already Mm -hmm. and trying to um, uh, comment on her health, which is making her into, if anything, a sympathetic figure, an old sick woman is not like... You don't think of that as like this dangerous thing. I know you're not thinking. And, Let's go over and poke her now yeah, with forks, right? No, I, I don't understand even the approach, and I also don't <laughs> think it's uh, honest or accurate. Um, but beyond that, um, I, I, I just don't even think it's viable. It's like, well, you're saying, oh, you're saying uh, an old, elderly woman is 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 a little sick. I mean, I can, you know, your candidate's just as old. <laughs> and it looks like he's half asleep in older. the speeches recently. As a matter of fact. That's bizarre. Yeah. I don't get it. Bye-bye. See you tomorrow.